Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Madlet Musings podcast with Jamie Jill Wright. And today I have with me someone you may not know, and that is okay, because we're going to talk about that today. But her name is Kendall Hoxie, author Kendall Hoxie, and she comes from sunny California, which is not so sunny today. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the pouring rain behind you. It's great. Oh, we've gotten more than 10 inches. It's been wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's awesome for California. You guys need that really bad. Yeah, we do. Really bad. When does um fire season start out there? It feels like earlier and earlier each year. Um, I was going to say. July through maybe November. Okay. Depends. All right. So we're not in danger zone yet, but I suppose all the water saturation is helpful for the future. It is. And, you know, snowpack and reservoirs are getting filled. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's some terrible flash flooding going on, so I don't want to ignore yeah. that, but um but it it is so good um so we're so green right now which usually we can get very brown (laughs) (laughs) green is good we're very white here in wisconsin so (laughs) if all that melts it's very brown but for other reasons so yes (laughs) well it's great to have you here kendall so just to give people listening a little bit of your background you are an aspiring author Mm -hmm. Um, and you have been a part of some of my Madlet mentoring workshops and some other workshops throughout the United States and have really been pursuing this thing we call writing. Yeah. (laughs) This this writer's life. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The writer's life. So here at Madlet Musings, we interview and we chat about life with a lot of different authors. And I was so excited when you were like, I'll be on your podcast. I'm like, yes, because there's a lot of people who want to be writers, um, who are avid readers and, um, you know, they want to go on that journey. So tell us a little bit about just like, why did you start wanting to write and what made you start pursuing the craziness that is the writing world? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it was, I just fell in love with reading when I was probably about 10, you know, 11. So around that time, I was reading the young classics. So a uh, Count of Monte Cristo, Diary of Anne Frank, and I just loved reading. Um, And I have, I never counted, but probably too many books each year, (laughs) staying up late. (laughs) Um, But it was really kind of um, in 2021, unfortunately, so I, I, my husband and I, um, you know, have one child already four years old and unfortunately um, had a miscarriage Mm -hmm. and I just kind of was, you know, soul searching and decided that, okay, let's channel some of this energy right now. And um, I've been following Laura France and all of a sudden I found Jamie Jo Wright and she was (laughs) creating um, classes and I thought, well, let's, let's just start here. Um, And that kind of opened a whole new world to me. Um, I met some great people in that first class. We were the Raven class. Yes, you were. Um, And it just really made me feel that I was on the right path. And lo and behold, I kind of think that God was happy that I was doing that. Because then also that January, I found out I was pregnant again. Yes. Yes. And that was, that was really exciting too. I remember, I remember you (laughs) announcing that. I was like, yes. Yeah. So (laughs) you know, there's a seasonality and a timing to all this. Cause, um, to go back to your original question, I, pr- yeah. I probably want to be a writer since I was 15. Yeah. Um, but I always felt that I just, I knew things, but I felt like that I needed to live a little more and learn a little more. So I still have some of my notebooks and little scribbles from back then. And it, it's quite amusing to read it now. <laughs> 
isn't that the case with all writers? I still have my, um, I, I actually just ran across it today. Um, my first book that I ever wrote. It's really scary. Not in a good way, scary, like scary as in what is that? Like hide it back in the box, go away. Oh, I mean, the first one, I think I was sharing it with other eighth grade girls and they loved it, but you know, to little, to eighth grade girls, oh. preteen girls, romance is, it's a little <laughs> sappy and sad, but they enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. You know, the whole romance, I remember my friend used to come over. I'm like, I need to send her like a card and a gift card because she would come over and I would literally make her, I shouldn't say make her, but I would yeah, pretty much. My forceful personality was the type like, you're going to sit down and we're going to read everything that I've written since the last time that I saw you. And she would sit there so patiently while I would read her these stories of, yeah, like childhood romance and these weird. I had a story about um, animals in a forest that were trying to save it from loggers hey. and just like random stuff. So anyway, it, yeah, I get what you're saying. The journey yeah. of writing is is a trip. <laughs> it is. And, and, you know, still embarking, you know, I feel I wrote a little blog for Donna Shatladder and um, I said, I still feel like I'm at the beginning of my journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's funny too, though. I feel the same way. It's it's really oh. funny. Like, you're like, I, uh, it, you, you said just a few seconds ago, you're like, I, I was following Laura France. I'm like, oh, Laura France and then you're like oh. and then I read and then I ran across somebody like Jamie Gerrite and I'm like oh yeah that's a downgrade oh no <laughs> but that's how you feel you know when you're in your writing career I think everywhere you're at you always feel as though you're still pushing through and learning which by the way um I'm interviewing Laura in about an hour and a half for her <gasps> next book for the podcast so you and Laura are being on the podcast interviewed on the same day how's that oh my god <laughs> karma <laughs> <laughs> oh funny funny so okay so if you're talking to other people in your shoes and people who are wanting to pursue writing or to pursue a dream that maybe God's put on their heart or just one that they've had well, what's some advice and thoughts that you would have in your infinite wisdom Kendall share it with us <laughs> <laughs> infinite huh yeah well I would say that you you have to be gentle with yourself too, um, you know, because we all have very busy lives. Um, but just keep going at it, even if it's just a sentence a day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at least you're getting some thoughts down and, and you never know where maybe the next day then, oh, I've got a little time to explore that. Um, right. or, or as we were kind of discussing earlier, you're going to find inspiration anywhere mm -hmm. um, if you're open to it. Um, so, you know, just keep at it. And I, I know that that's not the most profound, but, um, you know, here I am over 15 years later. <laughs> right, right. And well, still and pursuing that, it. Yeah, that's so true. And I don't think it has to be profound to be truth. You know, I think yeah. sometimes we look for these like little calendar quotes we can hang on the wall, mm -hmm. um, but keeping at it is, is apt. And really, you know, you and I were talking the other day when we were chatting on the phone about all that you were able to accomplish last year in your writing journey while pregnant while having the infant and now a beautiful little bouncing baby um <laughs> he's four months cute. today actually he, oh is he oh he's so cute I love him um but I mean most people who are writers would see that type of a year 
with pregnancy and all the stuff that goes you you're, you go through um, as a year off, so to speak. But yet you pushed through. So tell us a little bit about some of the things that you accomplished in your writing journey. Um, so, well, so let's see. January was the Madlit class, mm-hmm. and then February was the um, West Coast American Fiction Writer Christian Fiction Writers um, mm-hmm. sem- seminar, and I had a really fun little. Um, get together um online of course with uh sarah sundan and, and a small group so that was awesome. amazing because yeah. she's another amazing writer yes she is uh, um and then later that month was my first time submitting to sunrise mm-hmm. uh and then gosh let's say i submitted to spark flash fiction three times mm-hmm. and then later on during harvest was another submission to sunrise and i submitted then to faith hope and loves um unpublished authors contest as well mm-hmm. as first impressions right right so listen to that people for those of you who feel like you can't possibly accomplish anything that is quite a list of accomplishments and you know we were talking too that none of the contests you won no correct and none of your submissions were accepted. So you're still working through and learning through all of that. Um, mm-hmm. So what makes you want to keep going then? Like, do you get discouraged? And how does faith maybe, you know? Oh, I'm, I mean, I think I can't imagine anybody that doesn't get discouraged. Right. Every once, but um, yeah, there were certainly some days um, where it felt like, oh, darn. Um, I think, you know, I texted you. <laughs> that morning when I heard the mm-hmm. news because I was so hopeful for the second um sunrise but you know it's okay and I'm re- I'm really eager to see who they actually chose because right. I plan on, I plan on reading those books um to just kind of see and yeah. and you have to even though I mean I've been published in other um magazines but kind of what I'm you know wanting to do is do actual novels and you just keep going. I mean, so for instance, on this year, I'm still going to continue to try for Spark Flash Fiction. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a, a Christmas novella with a group of other writers. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some that are 20 years into their career, others that are, you know, a little less. And then so I think there's one or two other writers like me that are unpublished. Okay. Um, and so um I signed a contract. So, I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> Got to get it done by August. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm really excited because at least you never know the opportunities that are going to come up. So even if you've right. got bad news, um, each new day is different. Um, right. Right. And, you know, and everyone's process is different. I mean, I see like you, what did you have? Two, three books out last year? Two, I think. Yeah, two. Me too. Okay. Three, three's ambitious. I just had two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw Jody Headland did what? How many? Eight last year? I, I, I stopped keeping track of Jody. <laughs> I love you, Jody. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, I listened to her podcast with you and I was thinking mm-hmm. that, you know, at the time she said when I had younger children, I had just a word limit of 800 words a day. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and I do have young children. I've got a four-year-old and a four-month-old mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, and I'm partially running my family's business too. So right. it's, so it is what, what can I do in a day? Um, mm-hmm. and also, you know, rem- <laughs> say, you know, where my husband's not, who's this person, my wife, <laughs> 
So, you know, spend time with him. Exactly. Too. Uh, yo, yeah. You know, that's a minor, that's a, that's a minor detail. We probably shouldn't ignore our husbands, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, exactly. So, right. um, and, and he, you know, sometimes he gets a little like, why don't you pay attention to me more? But at the same mm-hmm. time, he'll be, I'm so proud of you. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and nothing's like you said, nothing's been accepted yet, but right. he's well, proud of me for pursuing. You, nothing's been accepted yet. And still by the end of this year, you will be able to call yourself a published author because you I will, have yeah. technically been accepted into yes. a novella collection, which is not a small deal. Nope, not. And, At you know, all. well, I'm excited and I've got, yeah. um, you know, the, the lead author partnered up mm-hmm. lots of writers. So, I mean, that's exciting too. So right. I have to say the community that I've met is incredible. Good. They're just such generous, sweet people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that. Um, and that, yeah, you're so right. I love that with the the writing community. It's, you know, specifically, my experience has been with the Christian writing community, but um, just the support, the non competition. It's it's mm-hmm. like we're all rooting for each other to succeed, and I love that type of an environment where I'm not a super competitive person. Um, I shouldn't say that I am a competitive person. I just don't like it because it brings out the ickies and everybody I say, <laughs> but yet I still want to win. But yet at the same time, I love being part of a community where you don't have to worry about that. And it's just, you know, getting excited for everybody's successes and. Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, someone like you where you're over 10 years into your career and Pepper Basham and, and Mimi Matthews, all of mm-hmm. them are rooting on these young writers and it's really great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, and I think that's one of the things though, about being a reader, which is so huge Mm -hmm. is we value story and it's not like you can have too many stories. Right. And so, I mean, we all have to be red piles that are, you know, rival the leaning tower of Pisa, um, (laughs) probably with less stability than Pisa, but, um, And I think that's part of it is like everybody has something to say in a story form that's worth hearing. And it's exciting. It's exciting to see new authors coming, Um, especially new generations. I mean, I don't want to say that I'm like super old, but I am older than you. You know, (laughs) well, I think I've got at least a decade on you. But anyway, regardless, it's just fun to see the younger generations coming up, too, that are interested in writing. And especially within the Christian book industry, I think that's going to be really huge to continue to have clean, good ratings so that like when your daughter is a teenager, my daughter's just becoming a teenager, there's books we can have on our shelves that we're not afraid if they get interested in them, they can open them and they're not going to run into stuff. We're like, oh, don't read that, honey. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it touched my heart. You know, I mean, Lizzie can't even really read yet. Mm-hmm. And I showed her the movie, The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Mm. and even before I think I was pregnant with her I bought this beautiful hardcover with all all six books and so um and I brought her and before when she really liked the movie I said all right I'll I'll go find a picture book um that tells the story and she wants me to read it to her almost every night and then she found this in my um bookshelf the the adult version and and so I said all right I'll read you a chapter a night and that has just worn my heart because I think back to when I read it as a fourth grader. Yeah, right. And she's four. And she's four. She's so, I mean, she's four. not, re- she's well, not I know reading, she's it. Not reading it, but still that's a lot of reading comprehension at four years old to be able to stick with 
the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Love it. Well, and I'll say she's not sitting totally still, but she doesn't want me to stop. <laughs> all right. That is all right. There's something, there's an appeal about Aslan that grabs everybody. You know, have you ever, and this is a complete rabbit trail from our conversation, but have you ever listened to, um, I forget what it's called. Hold on. It's coming to me. Focus on um, the, the family's family theater. They do audio drama. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh my gosh, it's the best. They do an audio drama for every single book in Ooh. the Chronicles of Narnia. And okay. it's professionally done. Like some of the um, actors on there are people that play on Broadway. And the narrator is um, the uh, grandson of C.S. Lewis. And, oh, cool. and my husband and I, would we used to um, go out to Montana every year. And it'd be like a 24-hour straight drive because we were crazy like that. And you just drive straight through, right? Mm-hmm. And we would listen to these and we would have probably 30 some hours worth of Narnia and we would get through all six books on our trip. Mm-hmm. And every year we would do this as adults because they are just that good. Oh yeah. And the books that uh, Patty Callahan is writing, um, mm, where yeah. she takes a, a piece of it. Those are so good too. But yeah, I, I want to read more of other things that C.S. Lewis wrote. But... Yeah. Yeah. Screw tape letters is really screwy, but that's a really good one. Okay. It's, it's like a really weird one. It's because it's from the perspective of, um, I believe it's, it's, I don't know if he calls him Satan, but it's basically the devil and a demon and how they're working really hard to get this person to make mistakes. And mm. it's from their point of view. It's from evil's point of view. And it's just a really twisted, interesting book. It's not creepy. It's okay. just, it, you start seeing how lies can be deceptive. Yeah. Okay. I'll um, check that out. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting. So anyway, welcome everybody to Madlet Musings and Rabbit Trails. <laughs> it's a special episode where we talk about everything under the sun. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hey, oh, that's what keeps life going. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. So, Kendall, um, before we close up today, um, what would you say to other writers in your shoes who go through a year and get several rejections and get their work critiqued by another writer or whatever and it comes back without the glowing reports and the glitter and the confetti um what would you say to them to encourage them I would say continue to read um certainly read the things that you want to write um but be open too because uh, you know you'll never know what niche you're gonna find yourself in um Mm. you know where and you and I have talked about how, mm-hmm. you know, you do dual time and that way. And, and there was really no one else doing what you were doing. Right. Um, and, you know, so it's, it's continuing on, it's reading um, and just keep a bunch of storylines going. Cause then maybe you start patchworking it like a quilt together. Um, mm-hmm. But just don't give up because yeah. writing, <laughs> writing is never going to just be one thing. Um, and because also tastes have changed, um, and people have evolved a little bit and, you know, it's such a wonderful journey to read a good book. Um, you know, and, and even if you may not think that millions of people like it, there's going to be somebody that it just warms their day. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Absolutely. I think those are great words to end with because, um, yeah, I have nothing to add. Those are great words to end with. 
<laughs> I did that because and then I'm like, I have no because you summed it up well. So Kendall, if um, people want to follow someone who's going to be coming out with a book around Christmas time as part of a mm-hmm. novella collection, um, I know you're just getting started, but how's the best way for people to find you right now? Uh, right now, Instagram is the better place. Um, I'm usually on that at least once a day. Um, author Kendall Hoxie. Um, and uh, just so you, H-O-X-S-E-Y. <laughs> la- my la- my uh, maiden last name's a little tricky. Yeah. Um, it, my, my married name is even more tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll attest to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully I, it is on my to-do list, um, this first quarter to get a newsletter out. So, um, be on the lookout. Awesome. Sounds great. So yeah, check out Kendall Hoxie at Instagram and follow her there. And then we will continue to follow your journey. And I'm super excited for you. I just think this is so fun to see what God is doing in your life. So thanks for being with us. Yep. Thank you.